Welcome to Retro Reload, the podcast where two best friends dive into the world of gaming, LAN parties, airsoft battles, YouTube trends, and the latest tech news. Join us as we take a trip down memory lane and reminisce about our favorite video games from the past, share stories from our epic LAN parties and airsoft battles, and discuss the latest developments in the tech industry. Whether you're a seasoned gamer or just getting started, there's something for everyone on Retro Reload. So sit back, relax, and let's reload some good old memories. Welcome back, everybody, to Retro Reload. I I am your host Casey, and I'm here with Alex. And today, hello, people of the world. People of the world. Today, we uh, it's just the two of us, and it's been a few weeks, but that's okay because, um, because it is. <laughs> I mean, stuff happens. We both have lives, so what? Since when? I <laughs> since like 2013. No. Um, Something like that. But yeah, we're just here to chat. Next episode, uh, last episode, we um, had some guests on here and we talked about uh, all kinds of different stuff. We talked about uh, motorcycles, conspiracy theories. We talked about um, uh, just... (laughs) I'm having a brain fart. I, we talked. I was, say, that was a while ago. That was a really long. Conversation yeah, that was like a month too. ago. And uh, right after we recorded that podcast, we went and hung out at the arcade, played some classic arcade games together, Good and times. some pool. Went and got some food, hung out. Food, 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 food. So uh, when Alex and I were discussing a couple of things that we wanted to talk about in this uh, podcast. I keep wanting to say stream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking about streaming just a few minutes ago. It's so. stuck in that uh, that um, live stream mode, you know, where it's like, what's up, stream? Although I don't usually too often have people to talk to in my stream, and if I do, it's either you or Tony. Sometimes Travis comes on, but... I haven't been yeah. streaming, well, I streamed a little bit like last week or so, but then before that, I hadn't streamed in like six months. Has it been that long? Almost, yeah. Damn. I see, f- when it comes to like the streaming, I was having a lot of fun with it, but I don't know how to explain it. I like just talking and hanging out with people about like things that I'm also interested in and hoping that other people are interested in. Not yeah. as much of playing the games because I'm not very good at them. So if I'm not good at them, I'm not going to have a ton of fun. And if I'm not having a ton of fun, then the content kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair enough. So I like streaming, but I like like talking and hanging out with people more than I do playing the game. And, yeah. you know, we're playing you, Call gonna of Duty. You're going to hate me for saying this, but that sounds like you should just play Minecraft. Well, it's like a very chill. You don't really have to necessarily focus on it, depending on what you're doing. No, you're so totally you right. The, uh, you could do that while uh, chatting streaming. and hanging out with people. Yeah, but the thing is, is you got to have the people there to chat and hang out with. You know Fair what I enough. mean? Like, I was when I was pastoring, I had all the kids from the youth group or a whole bunch of them coming in and hanging out and talking and chatting and having fun. And then I hit affiliate status like super fast. 
And then yeah. after I hit affiliate status, it was fun. And then when I left the church, like my whole audience just fell off. So sad face. Yeah, that and then I didn't really have tons of people coming in, and I had just kind of like some of the the uh, people who hung out the most, you know, like you yeah. and Tony would come well, in thought, and Ben and. I thought some of the issue though is because you went from Twitch to YouTube and then back to. Well, I mean, not necessarily that you went back to Twitch because you went to YouTube for a little bit. I, I feel like that was kind of part of it, too. Well, I I did do that. However, I didn't really have an audience anyways. So the people who came, the people who were there when I moved to YouTube were came over to YouTube and then came back over to Twitch. And it was like four people. So I did do that, but I didn't like lose anything. Gotcha. Know what the biggest solution to your problem is? Is that fact that we need to make a schedule and stream together. Because if anything, we can just chat with each other. Yeah. I I think I agree with that. The only problem is, is, uh, well, no, that that could work okay. And I did that with I mean, Tony I need to, too. I need to get off a second shift. I need to do something where I'm not second shift. Because it does not, my schedules do not match with anybody. Yeah, that could be kind of tough. Yeah, honestly, I kind of I want to do third shift job somewhere. I'm a night owl. I stay up till four or five a.m. so easily. I like going oh to bed gosh. when the sun's coming up. As odd as that sounds, I cannot do that. I because you, cause you like you enjoy the morning vibes. Oh yeah, and, sure, I guess. Because I'm not I'm not a morning person, so I never had that. So you just enjoyed it, and then <laughs> you went to bed. <laughs> so kind of like you know seeing the uh the sunrise and like your neighborhood well you're not much of in a neighborhood as i am but just like seeing the neighborhoods come to life and people going out and walking their dogs or you know the kids riding their bikes kind of like that morning vibe yeah, you I mean, said I, I think that also the thing too is it's not super hot out either that's true so you kind of yeah. have that colder colder uh morning air as well so then are you going to bed when like in the sun in the summertime when it's 80 degrees out and no ac pretty much (laughs) back when i worked at the cheese factory dang because you don't have ac right uh yes and no it's not really designed for a huge house Uh, i mean it it does the trick, and my dad had. We have two AC units now. We have one in the living room and then one in the bedroom. We've always had the one in the bedroom, but I'm usually fine with just a fan. I could not do that. Do your are but, do your windows open like a door, or do they go up and down? Um. So we used to have ones that were doors. Now they they go up and down. Even in your room. Yep, they're all the same now. Oh, do you need an air conditioner? Because I have one. <laughs> what size is it? It's a big, huge one. Like it goes, well, it goes in the window, but it's like. But my windows aren't super big, though. Oh yeah, I think you would kind of need a bigger one. The thing is, like, pretty big. I I would have to double check the size, but it, it's pretty big. We could not put it in the window when when I lived in Green Bay. It wouldn't fit in the window because it was too big. Dang. 
But if it fits, it's all yours because we have central air now. So fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just... <laughs> I just uh, accidentally drank a Sprite that was on my desk um, that was not from today. That was... Uh, oh. What the wake up? Well, if it call. makes you feel better, okay. So this is gonna be a TI moment. I'm gonna completely embarrass myself. Okay. Well, you're already aware of this story. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but so way back in the day, uh, I had a Coke in my uh bedroom, which is actually in the room I'm in right now. Um, I had a Coke, and my dad didn't really like me having caffeine at the time, so I was kind of hiding it on him, and I put it in the cabinet I have in here. And I kind of forgot about it, and I didn't remember exactly how long it was had been. And I was like, "Oh, you know, it's soda; it'll be fine." And I took a sip of it, and I could like feel something in the soda. Oh, so it was bad. And I think either I and I don't, I don't think I spit it out. I think I accidentally drank it. What? What? Like a bug? But, or like no, it just like, sat uh, so long that it became solid? No, it wasn't the liquid. I think it was just the growth on the top of it. I might be misremembering, <laughs> but I could tell like the texture was off. Dude, that's disgusting. So I, that was like two days before Christmas. We didn't end up going to Christmas because I normally go down to Milwaukee. Yeah. We didn't that year because I ended up uh, getting sick. I couldn't trust my farts. Let's just say that. Oh, man. Off of one but little yeah, sip. That, I, I only had one sip. And after that, I was like, oh, no. And I dumped the rest. But yeah, good times. That's. <laughs> that makes me think of those people who. Um, like accidentally drink a day or two old cup of like cappuccino. Ooh. <laughs> I know, especially if you're using like normal milk or something. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. It's just disgusting. Any any sort of like coffee drink that gets left out for a long period of time just smells disgusting. Now, see, now I'm kind of curious on what the actual, like, shelf life of an actual, like, if you had just straight up, like, black coffee. And how long long you could let it sit out for? Yeah, before you could, like, not drink it and have it, like, end up doing something to you. That's actually kind of a good question. I know it would mold, and it would mold pretty quick. Like, I would say it would mold within 36 hours. This is okay. Hold on. I don't actually know, but now. like getting that. Gl- I mean, that would make sense because I mean, it is it is plant matter. I think I'm pretty sure I only know that just because you know it's it's happened. It's happened to everybody. Cup of coffee sits what? out, and then something grows on top of it. Are you just thinking because it's just water that's strained through something? Um, I don't know. I was just generally curious. I mean, I don't, I don't really drink coffee, so it's not, it's not something I'm used to, I guess. I don't know. I'm overly curious person sometimes. Oh, not yeah. milk. I'm losing my sanity here. That's okay. I lose my sanity as well. But... Either way. Yeah, I don't know how you'd even look this up because I'm pretty sure anything I'd look up, it would be thinking I was talking about the coffee beans and not an actual Yeah. Well, you know what you're going to have to do is just do a test. 
do an at-home test. I mean, I do have a camera that has a time lapse on it. <laughs> uh oh. I'll just leave it out on the deck. I'll leave it out on the deck, and then I'll oh. make sure my our, our patio door is nice and clean. Leave the camera on the other side. Thirty days. Thirty days. Do you, like, do you have a real time lapse camera, or is it like a GoPro with time lapse capability? It's a GoPro with time lapse capability. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna get a thirty day time lapse out of something like that. Because, well, I know the. I mean, the battery obviously would be limited. I I'm now I'm kind of curious how much storage space that would take up. Well, you could you can use like real cameras that take time lapse photos. That's where you get the real long lengthy time lapses from. Like the iPhone on the time lapse feature, all it does is take a photo every couple of seconds, or even oh, less. Okay. So it'll take like ten photos every second. Well, actually, I don't even think it takes that much, but. Oh okay. A time lapse is just photos taken over and over and over again. Yeah, and so like the the space of each photo is like spaced out more so that if, yeah yeah. Speaking of but photos, yeah. I I'll put a bit I'll put a, I'll buy a uh, McDonald's cheeseburger and just put it right next to it for comparison. <laughs> you know, I feel you know like the, I need some sort of control. I feel like the coffee would mold before the McDonald's cheeseburger. <laughs> Just with all the crap in those. Fair enough. Well, I've heard the biggest reason for that is the salt. But I could be wrong. Like the salt in the burger? Yeah, just because it is so salty. It's well, not nec- I mean, obviously, I'm sure there's stuff in there. But... Isn't salt a preservative? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just something that bacteria can't grow in. That's why it is a preservative well speaking of time lapse in photography so if i've been really interested in photography and i've like borrowed friends cameras and did what i could with them i finally Mm -hmm. got my own (gasps) casey cool beans and i'm really excited for it and i ordered it um last week and it was supposed to be delivered friday and I got a box, and my thing said delivered. And I opened the box, and it was not, like, they shipped me the wrong item. It wasn't even oh, a camera. No. It was, like, this weird flying drone thing. Oh, no. I was so disappointed. It's like, I just bought a camera, and then they sent me the wrong item. So then I had to go sit with customer service and these people who can't barely speak English. That's always fun. And especially over crappy phone lines, it's like I already can't understand people who speak perfectly good English. I don't need somebody with an accent on top yeah. of it. The weird thing is, is the drone thing that they sent me was all in Chinese. And it had like a piece of yellow scotch tape holding it shut. Interesting. Well, that reminds me of the time where I bought that GoPro. I think it was for computer transportation because we were newer going to be submerging stuff. Oh, yeah, right. And the one they sent me was used, which I still have, and I never ended up returning it because they couldn't send me a new one quick enough because the batteries in it, they can't, they couldn't ship it. Oh, and sure. And I think that was like the day before our filming. Is that why batteries take longer to ship? Because it can't be flown on a plane? 
Yeah, because it's it's considered like a hazardous material. You can't do that with anything like a canister, of, like compressed, like air, like WD forty or something like that. That you can't do that with that either. That makes sense why they couldn't next day it to me. Because it has yeah, to come from a few states. People are away. really terrible at explaining that. Because I remember the lady on the phone. Like I was like, okay, what's going on here? I'm like, I need this taken care of. I bought this for this date. And she's like, well, and then finally after like, I swear it was like 10, 15 minutes. She finally said, oh, it's because of that. I'm like, well, why didn't you just say that sooner? <laughs> right. Hi, didn't did, I, did they I'm, not tell you that? No, they didn't tell me that. But I did know that batteries couldn't be flown. I did know that, but I didn't know that. Like, I didn't connect the dots. Fair enough. And no, they, they didn't tell me that. It was a really hard phone call because I couldn't. Like, there was a party going on wherever they were. And so there was, like, all this yelling and talking that was, like, super loud in the background. So it was also hard to hear her and, and understand her. they're working from home. No, I asked her about it. I was like, how can you concentrate on your work with all that commotion in the background? And she straight up said, well, we're having a party today for some reason. I don't remember what it was, but. That sounds super unprofessional. How is it? How is that not happening in a different area than it was a uh, Friday at like three thirty? I mean, so I I, enough, but I like, get it because I've been there, you know, where you're just hanging out or like chilling with your boss and coworkers, and you get a phone call. Somebody's got to take it. I guess. I mean, and I guess I don't know how busy they were, so maybe they just weren't super busy and you just happened to be calling at the time and, like, you were the only person calling, maybe? It could I have guess. been, yeah. It was really frustrating, though. And that's happened to me before with Best Buy. So I so, probably will not be ordering anything from them ever again. Oh, is that where it was from? Yep. Gotcha. Yes, that's really weird because I tried calling... I don't remember what it was, but I wanted to see if they had something. And I called the Best Buy number and it sent me to a corporate place. I'm like, I, I don't want to talk to a corporate place. I want to talk to the store, like <laughs> someone that's physically there. Back in the day when you had to do that or like recently? Recently. Yeah. Now they like force you to use apps and stuff because I like to go to Home Depot. And it's it if you go and ask somebody, hey, what's in stock? They pull out their phone and pull up the Home Depot app and look. Yeah, I mean, so, so I do that. So I have I've never so at the place I work, like I've I've I'm kind of sassy or I've wanted to be sassy. Where but I know on the app it it's not up to date at least for our system. So I don't trust it. Sure, but it's sad that. Our app works better for certain things. When I'm trying to like find a specific item, it's easy to do that. But then I can get the item number off the app. So then I use my phone and then I switch to the RF units that we have. Mm-hmm. And I look up the number through there and I physically go to try to find it. But yeah, just because of that, because I'm like, yeah, if that was me, like if I was there and the other person was doing that, that would kind of frustrate me. So, but yeah. If but having like to- me at Walmart, a guy like did not know what he was doing. I got so irritated and frustrated. I'm like, you're literally doing something that I could do. And I'm like, how is it that I could probably grab that and do your job better right now than you could? 
It's Walmart. I mean, fair enough. He was he was an older gentleman too. Not saying that all older people suck at technology, because that's definitely I've seen people. I'm like, hey, you actually know what you're doing. I when yeah. I first got my HPA tank filled for Airsoft, I went to a scuba shop, and he knew everything about filling the tank, which was good. But then I had to create an account to get my tank filled because it's just okay. how their stuff works. Mm-hmm. And he had me physically come around the counter to the computer and fill out the information because he was really slow at typing. <laughs> like he, I didn't offer to. He's just like, all right, are you good with technology? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm good with it. And he goes, great, come around here and fill this out so I don't have to type it in. Uh, LOL. Well, at least he was like aware enough to be like, all right, I'm going to make this easier on you. But I've almost I've done that with like computers at work once or twice. But then I kind of got weird. It just feels weird because I don't trust people not to be stupid. Yeah, you pretty much can't trust people like that. But that's definitely an amusing story. It wasn't like it was fine. It didn't bother me at all. It was. I mean, yeah. No, I'm just. I'm just amused that he like so easily trusted you. But I could definitely understand why he would. Yeah. Yep. So, when I asked you what you want to talk about, you talked about EVs, and I yes. have a, I have a statement. Okay. I saw somebody on Facebook posted a long like essay about their electric vehicle and how it blew up in their garage, like literally exploded. Like I want to say. Um, kind of like a bomb just went off in their garage and their house went up in flames and they shared a bunch of pictures and stuff from the event. Dang. And they were just like, be careful, everybody. Like, if you don't know what's happening with your electric vehicle, just be aware of the stuff that they could be happening. And I feel like people need to be educated what uh, EV kind of is because, like, we were just talking about shipping batteries. You can't ship batteries on a flight because of the risks yeah and your car you're literally driving around a massive lithium battery yeah and And if it catches on fire it's gonna self-octize so it literally you can't put it out you literally have to have a special like i guess material to put it out yep and olivia was talking to me because we were talking about this the other day and she was sharing that like firefighters do not like electric vehicles because it takes like 40 or 50,000 gallons of water to put the fire out. And that's if it doesn't reignite, like you just stated. And they would do testing with electric vehicles and submerge them underwater completely. And the, like the fire would reignite while it was underwater. And I just feel like people aren't, don't quite understand that you're literally driving around a lithium battery and lithium batteries, if you look up, you know, um, like hazards of lithium batteries, it's pretty bad. Like even with airsoft batteries, there's warning labels everywhere talking about how warning, just so you know, if you just tap your battery wrong, it could explode. <laughs> you know, you should store these batteries in a lithium safe bag because if you don't, they could spontaneously combust. <laughs> Oh, goodness. And, you know, people are like, careful with your electric vehicle. And 
it's a little nerve-wracking that people are driving around with their electric vehicles and you know you hit a stone in the wrong spot or and you know i'm i'm sure that they're protected very well but heat well, and yeah. temperature and things like that can cause well i mean a lot even if issues. you like get into a car accident too yeah and olivia was talking about that too that you know what's more dangerous out like our little honda giving off emissions or your electric vehicle that explodes and goes up into flames and just spews lithium ion battery acid everywhere into the environment and then wow that one's exploding catches the car next to it on fire and then that one explodes <laughs> yeah so did you know they can actually make synthetic fuel out of what like corn uh no so you know so it's not it's not it's actual gasolines because they're hydrocarbons um so it's not it's not um ethanol it's not like alcohol based it's actual gasoline so i forget what the exact process is but basically since it's a hydrocarbon you can pull carbon from the atmosphere like the co2 so you can separate that and then you can um i think the hydrogen i'm pretty sure you get from water and sure. they, they actually do this it's just like super expensive right now i think it's like like 50 50 a gallon or something outrageous like that oh dang but okay. like I was like so mind blown when I found this out. I'm like, wait, what? This is an actual like thing. Hmm. But yeah. Yeah. A lot of people switching over to their electric vehicles and like brand new ones will get like 35, 40 miles to the gallon. And the thing that we find funny is our little Honda gets like 35, 40 miles to the gallon and it's a gas car. Like it's not. Yeah. You know. It's not an all electric or a hybrid. Yeah. Well, there's, um, I actually saw, I forget when this was, and I don't remember who made the car. I think it was like a third party company, but someone basically made a uh, three wheel vehicle that was, had only two seats. I think the gas mileage on it was a uh, hundred miles per gallon. And they literally actually like m- designed it where you could get, parts from other like vehicles or parts that are like made uh what's the made in mass production right is there a better term for that no like mass produced yeah because that's what basically makes things cheap is if you if they're mass produced that's what makes them cheap versus like if something's not then it's more expensive yep so they literally had it made from other parts so if you had to replace certain parts of it it wasn't like super expensive and a specialty part Oh, sure. That makes sense. But I honestly, a, a little part of me was like, mm-hmm, maybe I should get one. But I was broke at the time. Well, I'm still kind of broke, but yeah. It's like a three-wheeled car. Is that like the yeah. the, 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 the spider or whatever? Like, um, is it a sports car or is it made to be no, fuel efficient? No, it was literally meant to be fuel efficient. That's why oh. there was only two seats in it. Oh, sure. Because there's like a sporty car called the spider that only has two seats in it. And has oh yeah, wheel. I think is that the Ford? I have no idea who makes it. Because when you say Spider, I just think of a 360 Spider Ferrari. Oh sure. Yeah, it's but not I a think Ferrari. They have other cars that have the Spider in the name, but yeah. Janet Ferrari, at least I think it's Ferrari, is known for suing people who modify their cars. 
I knew that was a thing that I heard someone say that you you have to have an X number amount of Ferraris before you're allowed to paint it anything but red. Is that what it? I don't know what it is. I just know that people like on YouTube like Ferrari, but they like to add mods to it, but they can't. I mean, part of me thinks it's strange that they do that, but part of me kind of understands because if somebody mods you, because I mean, because Ferrari is based off reputation, and if their reputation is going to get ruined for a certain degree, they're going to lose money because nobody's going to want to buy their stuff. Well, what car isn't so, based on reputation? I mean, fair enough, but like, if you like see a Honda Accord, if something happened to a Honda Accord where it just burst into flames, I don't think you're going to immediately think that it was the Honda's fault. You might be thinking, oh, what did they do it to do that? Sure. So I think it's kind of based off of that where they don't want like somebody modifying it and then their car like blowing up and then somebody thinking that it's something that Ferrari did. So I think they're just super protective. And I've also heard that basically I'm trying to think how to how to explain this. Okay, so my analogy is going to suck, but it's just what's thinking in my head. So like it's kind of like where when it comes to like legal battles and you like protecting yourself, you have to be very cautious on what you let go because once you basically let one person do it, that's not, you can't, it's going to be harder to stop someone else from doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also another thing from that as well. Kind of like Apple not wanting to have it where you can modify your, uh, your phone or jailbreak them. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's kind of the same premise. Have you ever jailbroken an iPhone? Uh, no. I have. <laughs> that, that doesn't surprise me, to be honest. A with long you. time ago. I don't even, I'm pretty sure it was like an iPhone 3 or 3G, 3GS or something like that that I jailbroke. Otherwise, I've I uh, I mean that was many many years ago. I haven't. Is that even a thing anymore? Do people even really do that? Jailbreaking? I'm sure. I'm sure it's pretty popular because you you could do a lot of stuff with a jailbroken iPhone or iPod or whatever. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Like there, I've been. You know, I don't have any cars that have like Apple CarPlay. You know what that is? Mm. And. I've been really interested in getting our Apple CarPlay in a car that we don't have it in. And I have an old iPad. So my thought was, oh, I'll just install the Apple CarPlay app on it and be good to go. But they don't offer that anymore. And the only way to get Apple CarPlay on an iPad is to jailbreak it. Interesting. But I didn't feel like going through all that trouble just for that. Because it's Gosh, not like yeah. I'm going to mount an iPad in my car and just leave it there either. Oh, yeah. Because then people want to break in and take the iPad, plus on top of that, it's, you know, sitting in a boiling hot car. Fair enough. So, uh, random question, Casey. So, if I ever attempted to uh, self-tint my vehicle, would you potentially assist me in that? It should be pretty easy. I think people just make it really easy or look really easy. I mean, because so, to a so point, the back. Yeah. My tint is bubbling and peeling, and one of the windows, it looks absolutely terrible. So I, I definitely need to get rid of my tint because I'm not going to get rid of just that one window. Mm -hmm. 
but I also like the privacy because part of me, because where I work is a, a bit of a sketchy area in my opinion. It's not like it's not like super sketch, but it's sketch. Yeah, probably more sketch than but, I realize. Yes, I could definitely help you with that because I but, put so window like films one of the reasons on. I haven't gotten rid of it because I feel like what protects me because I'll leave crap in my car to be honest with you. I feel like one of the things that protects me from not getting robbed is the fact that you have to like peer into my vehicle to see what's in it because of my tent. Yeah. I mean, it, it shouldn't be too bad. I put window films on for work. So I know Fair the enough. general concept of it. You just need some good water and soapy water and a squeegee. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is the back window because you'd have to shrink wrap. Not shrink wrap it. What is that? You shrink have to it. shrink it. Yeah, you got to heat it. Because you have to have the the tint adhere to the curved window otherwise you get bubbles yeah bubbles i guess that would waves. that would throw a wrench into things and we just have to do some research but we can figure it out uh, yeah there's a guy that i have been uh watching on youtube i forget what his channel name is but he he basically started his own company doing that so he'll like do live streams of, of him doing uh vehicles and thankfully my car is super common so he's like gone through a couple of ford fusions so yeah I I think I've seen a video of somebody who go who did something like that and they wanted to compare like super expensive window film compared to something you could just buy on Amazon and they were literally like the exact same thing. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, the only thing I'd be biggest worried about is how long it's going to last, but don't know until you hop in the boat. Pretty much. Don't know until you get it done, see what happens. So you want to, so I ha, here's another funny thought that I've had. So if you think about it, well, I have like two separate thoughts. So okay. if you think about it, so you know how we have nuclear power plants, right? Yes. So if you think about it, so an electric vehicle, if it's if a grid is being powered by a power plant, that's nuclear power, and in theory, so if a EV is hooked to that, technically we have cars powered by a nuclear. Uh, nuclear technology if you think about it um i don't think the car individually is separated like it's not powered by nuclear the nuclear is mean, charging isn't, isn't, the battery though. that powers it i know but i'm just saying also if you think about it basically like everything that our whole society runs off of is more or less the same technology that runs a steam engine because it's all steam turbines. Pretty much. I've, obviously, it's been f- f- more s- sophisticated, sophisticated and like efficient, but it's still the same premise. Yep, pretty much. Coal burning, steam. It's kind of, I yeah. mean, I don't know tons about it, but I know a guy who works at a nuclear power plant and I've asked him questions about it. So I'll just steam. But I, I think I've seen once where Elon Musk said, like, what's what's one of those big famous deserts? Sahara, maybe. Either yeah, way. Because I, I, I think that's one of the biggest. You if he, he said if you cover such and such a desert, one of the largest deserts in the world with power um solar panels, if you do it right, you could easily power the entire earth. Yeah, that's be cray cray. And if you think about it, solar technology really isn't 
what's the word? I don't know enough about it. It's not it's not efficient. Like the technology for solar panels is could use improvement. Sure. But I think there's people working on that because I think they were trying to get because I think like one of the biggest things or what was it? I don't know. I've watched so many videos on so many random things. But basically, they were trying to get it where you could basically just a material that was just in there and you could get power from that versus like the. Oh, I forget how a solar panel works. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. But yeah, they were trying to get like a flexible material that you could basically use in it instead of what it currently is. I've been interested in getting some like those big Jackery electric generators that are just a big battery. And you can get solar panels paired with them that you can charge them with. I don't, I mean, my power doesn't go out like ever, but that way when we go camping or off grid or something, you can power. Yeah, my dad has a generator. Do you have to take, does it take gas or is it battery? Uh, It's gas. Yeah. So then you would, I mean, it'd be harder to go off, off the grid with it. Fair enough. You ever think about going off grid? In what sense? Um, like, not like hundred like percent, but just like buying property and like having your residency there, but completely off grid, not attached to the power grid yes. and water and all that stuff. Yes, I have that concept, which really shouldn't be that far fetched, is very intriguing to me. Same. Like, I eventually one day would love to have, like, a little hobby cabin that's completely off the grid. That'd be pretty cool. It's like your friends and family know about it, but that's it. Yeah. Completely self-sufficient. Well, I've also thought about... uh having basically because you remember how in like gta they had those bunkers yeah that was like a base that you had yep i thought about ha- having that which would be still like you would have to have it be self-sustaining so yeah it'd be off the grid too you'd have to have people come dig that not necessarily i mean if you have it i mean it really depends what you're money and time you have <laughs> yeah i'm saying like also i guess within... you, i mean i would have to have somebody who knows what they're doing so either i would potentially go to school or you would hire somebody but i'd prefer to just do it all myself so i don't know so i know that somebody else doesn't necessarily know about it unless i want them to know about it yeah i i i would meant like realistic reach within the, like the next five to ten years Re- what was that for for me, having like an off grid, self sufficient cabin, that's more like a hobby, not like a doomsday deal. Like I, mm. I would love to have something like that within the next like five to ten years. That'd be pretty cool. Just something that you can go to to get away from freaking everything, especially in today's world. Yeah, I can understand that. Just. Want like going out in nature. 
I can spend so much time out in nature just walking and doing nothing because it's so calming. Yeah. Which is another reason why I got a camera because I want to take photos of all that. So here's another question. Have you ever thought about living in a mountainous region? Uh, Heck yes. Absolutely. So would you do it? I wouldn't have it be my primary residence, like my primary house, but I would do like a cabin type deal. Yeah. I kind of like the idea. I feel like a lot of people do though. Yeah. Olivia likes the water and I like the mountains. So it would be kind of cool to be able to combine those somehow. Honestly, I feel like the, the first thought that I have is the Rockies. I have never been out west. Uh, once, a very, very, very long time ago. I um, This fall, we're going to the east, and I've never been to the east. I have traveled such little amounts. I have been to like the, the states around us, you know, like Michigan and, well, only upper Michigan, but like Minnesota, Illinois, mm-hmm. things like that, Iowa. I've been to... Some of our surrounding states, even Florida, been to North and North Carolina, and I, I don't. Did you fly to Florida? I have, yeah, but I've also driven there. But I don't okay. really count driving through because I'm not visiting. I'm not spending time there. I'm just driving through, so I don't really count that because we have driven to Florida. So of course you've been through all kinds of states to get there, mm-hmm. but I have not like traveled to to specifically spend time in such states other than like four or five states. And they're all yeah. like within our area. So I we really, Olivia and I both want to do some traveling. And Same. we're going to uh, Massachusetts this fall. Cool. So I'm excited to, you know, get out of the state and see more of what there is to this world, even in our own country. Yeah. Know what I kind of want to do? I could guess. Go ahead. Okay. So what I want to do is when I get older, or maybe not, I don't know, at some point it would be cool to basically not even have a, necessarily a house, or at least a small house where it doesn't cost me that much to have it. And basically just live in an RV and have yes. it and just travel the US. Yep. Do it. I could picture you doing it. And where you could do like a custom build. I'd probably do custom build. Because honestly, I feel like that'd be half the fun for me. Do it. Olivia and I want to get a van too eventually. I was going to say that'd be pretty cool if we both had our own RV and we just had an RV caravan. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'd call it, we say RV, but like we would build ours into like a sprinter van, yeah, or well, a I mean, Chevy Express a or whatever. Or... Yeah, but either way, yes, I have seen a lot of shows, a lot of YouTubers who build their own custom vans. We want to do that one day. Possibly like travel somehow, whether it's a custom built van or we buy a small RV, but nothing big. Yeah. Well, I mean, so 
I can't remember what it was, but I saw a video. I think it was just like one, a shorter one. It might have been on TikTok or YouTube or Facebook. I'm not sure. But a guy basically. So because you did you know you can get tents that go on top of your car? Yes, I have looked at getting one of those for a Tacoma when I get one. Okay, so I saw a guy that literally had that on top of his Toyota Corolla, and that's what he was traveling around in. Dude, that sounds fun. But it was, I think it was like an older toy. Like, but either way, I mean, they're always been like the same size. But I was like, dang. Yeah, I give people like that props, you know. They're just like bending out of normalcy, which is awesome. You know, paving their own path and not just giving into what's expected of them. Yeah, definitely. And I, I do Honestly, I feel like, like I would have done that already, but I just like, I want to have it where I can make a living. And still do that. So what would you do to make a living? Uh, the only thing I could think of is either being a programmer or like I feel like there's a decent amount of people out there that basically just turn it into a YouTube career. Sure. Yeah, I could see or that. Or potentially photography. So sounds like you need to buy a camera. Probably wouldn't be the worst idea. You want to buy one? I got one. Uh, I mean, if you if you don't want it, if you're offering, yeah. <laughs> Alex and Casey thirteen making a deal over the live podcast. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we'll we'll discuss the details later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a long story to it, but uh, I pretty much have two of the same camera. <laughs> what? So now I'm curious. What what kind of camera is it? It is a Sony A6400. I don't know what that is, but the second you said Sony, I was like, ooh, it sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, uh, like, if you were to buy it brand new, it'd probably be about a 1000 bucks. Dang. I did not buy mine brand new, but I do have a brand new one. So it's, I'm... there's a, an interesting story to it. Oh, okay. So pretty much... Well, I could tell you the story. I bought the brand new one uh, with like a standard kit lens with it. Okay. From Best Buy, like I said, and then it came in the wrong box. So then I had to fight with them to send me a new one. But since then, I found a local person who was selling one used with some lenses. So I bought that one. And now I have to wait for this new one to come in and then try to send it back and get my full refund for it. Dang, I hate it when that kind of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. Yes, it is. And then you're, again, you're working with people who don't speak very good English, so it's kind of hard to understand. Good times. But yeah, that's the gist of it. Yeah. I wish I wish our world, like, to a degree, I get it, but I feel like so much of, I don't know, modern society or if this is just... um american thing or what but it's what i've dealt with my own life and to a certain degree i get it but at the same time i feel like when it comes to businesses and any like working environment all the focus is doing as much as possible and quickly as possible and not necessarily doing it right the first time and taking whatever time that is to do that Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah, they just push stuff out as fast as possible rather than perfect it. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes I get it because 
I'll, I'll admit, I'm, I mean, obviously I've never been clinically diagnosed with this, but I'm, I have some sort of degree of OCD. I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's OCD slash ADD or if they're potentially one and the same thing, but I get overly picky about things because I used to work at a packaging job and I get really particular on how I put stuff in there. But some of the parts like it would like borderline start like the box would start bulging and they weren't like. I mean, it's cardboard and you're putting like metal bolts into it. So I'm like, if I don't put this in here. The box is going to start breaking apart. So I get kind of meticulous on it. And I, I'd more or less do that for most every single thing I did. But then you'd see the people that are just doing it and just like all the boxes were just misshapen. And it's like, don't know if that's necessarily going to hold together. Yeah. And then, of course, when your recipient receives that box that was bulging and now it's got a big tear in it or a big hole and then you got to report shipping damage or there's a bolt or a screw missing. Exactly. For but work, like, we've had boxes. Money, but I don't know. Yeah, we've had boxes come in like with a blind and the blind is just completely dismantled or uh, completely just chopped in half. Yeah, and then in the long run, if you're how much time, how much time you're saving if that's happening all the time, because that'll happen at where I work. We'll have it where boxes are literally product boxes are literally the the top of the box is cut off because someone's cutting their blade because people at the warehouse are in such a rush to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like every time, almost any time we get a shipment in, there is a tote that has a leaking item in it. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you're getting like liquids and stuff. Yup. It is such a pain. Soap smells nice, but depending on the soap, it takes forever to get out. Like I had it where in the back I had Dawn soap and it was just you'd mop it and then just more suds and more suds and more <laughs> suds. And eventually I after like it, like I feel like sometimes two hours of cleaning, I just give up and like whatever. No, that makes sense. It, it, like, it's sounding weird, but having to clean soap. Well, yeah, because you like if you think about it, your only the normal experience for you having soap is usually in an environment where you have running water, so you don't realize how much it takes to actually clean it up if you don't have running water <laughs> until you have to clean it up off of concrete, and it's like half a bottle. Yeah, you need something that absorbs it. Yeah. Which we have like powder stuff, but I feel like it still doesn't work very well. And you still have like the remaining like residue. And mm-hmm. I don't want somebody to slip on it either. But yeah. Makes sense. I could see it'd be difficult. Good times. I mean, that's better than having to clean uh, liquid uh... poop. Yeah, out of the carpeting. <laughs> I had to do that once. Carpet? What? A guy literally crapped his pants in front of one of our cashiers. And she asked him, did you just crap your pants? And he said no, and then walked away, and there was a puddle of poop on the floor. A puddle? Yes, a puddle. It was bad. Sorry if that's disturbing for some of our listeners, but it happened and I had to deal with it. So that is that that is so bad. Yup. Asking the customer, did you just poop? Well, I mean, I probably wouldn't have done that. To be honest with you, I would just like 
Be like, I can imagine. I probably would have had a look on my face, but just waited for them to leave and check the floor. I wouldn't have asked them, but she did. At least that's what she told me. Obviously, I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I'm assuming that's probably what happened. I could have, I yeah. could not imagine looking a customer in the eyes and saying, "Did you just poop?" Good times. Oh my gosh! I, 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 I now I'm kind of curious on the face he had on look on well, his face right. that she like what, noticed that. What was the you, giveaway? It, like, what was the giveaway that led you to ask a customer, a stranger, did you just poop while standing in front of me on the floor? <laughs> so I just thought about it. Maybe it was not necessarily the alcohol from his mouth, but other places. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But it's just like, oh, gosh. Unless he had like zero control of himself. It's still just like, what would be the giveaway to look them in the eye and say, did you just poop? <laughs> well, I think I remember that. I can't remember if I saw them or not. But I, I'm pretty sure I did. And they didn't look like they, they had their stuff together very well. So, but yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think that's about where we're going to hit our limit here today. And uh, I'm glad y'all are listening. And um, if you want to find, I've traumatized you. Oh, that's okay. I think it's funny. People will find it funny. If you guys want to find any of our other episodes, you can go to alexandcasey13.com and you'll find every episode we've ever published there. Also, links to all of our social media accounts. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. So um, thanks for listening. And I hope you come back for our next episode. And we'll be back. Bye. Bye.